Welcome to Showing Up Solo with Hannah and Nicole, your guides to navigating online marketing for your business. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of Showing Up Solo with Hannah and Nicole. That's right. Yeah. So last month, we talked about the different types of platforms yep. out there for marketing your business on social media. And today we're going to talk about dun, 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 long form content. <gasps> no. <laughs> <laughs> we can be so silly sometimes. I know. We joke, but it's it, seriously, I think um, people get really overwhelmed by the idea of yeah. writing a blog post or mm-hmm. talking on a video for like 10 to 15 minutes or doing a pod, like what would I talk about on a yeah. podcast yeah. episode? And um, they overthink it. Yes. Yes. Like how many times do we get into an interview with ourselves or with a guest and we end up going overtime because there's so much in your mind that like you don't realize that you know so much. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh my God, we are classic time um, boundary burners. Crossers. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to having guest interviews, we always say, oh, it's going to be like really informal. It's going to be like 20 minutes and then 30 minutes later. <laughs> yeah. I think we've even gone up to 45 before, to be honest. I know. And yeah. it's like, okay, this is, <laughs> this is a lot for one episode. Yeah. So uh, don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. And just because it's long form mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's long. Like you're not yeah. filming a movie or writing a book. And you know what? The best form of content is something that is like very simple and concise and just gets to the point. Like you, you tell the message, you don't need to fluff it up and make it into this really long blog post. Yeah. Just it's, we're talking here about, I'm going to go to food. Um, you know, like Instagram and LinkedIn, like little posts on social media are like appetizers, you know, Twitter's like an amuse bouche. (laughs) And then, um, and, and long form content is basically your main course. Yeah. Your entree. You don't want the person to leave feeling like they're about to burst. 100%. And you don't want to leave them still hungry. You want them to finish the meal and feel satisfied. Like they had an enjoyable experience and left with a, well, a, relatively full stomach yeah they want to come back for more because they're going to be like that was a really great blog i can't wait for the next i can't wait for the next one exactly yeah Yeah. uh and on that note as well it doesn't you don't need to be super professional it's not you're not writing a thesis paper for a phd yeah you don't need to worry about like what someone's gonna mark your grammar grammar and everything on it no how one of the biggest accounts i know is um she is dyslexic and she markets to fellow adults with dyslexia. Mm-hmm. We actually had her on as a special guest episode mm-hmm. a while back. And, um, like there's spelling mistakes all over the place, Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I mean, she's dyslexic. It says it on the tin. Yeah. You know? So spelling mistakes come as part of the package. Well, I can even say for myself, the, the, the blogs that I connect with the most are the ones that read like the way you speak. I don't yes. want to read something and feel like this is just unnatural. Like it, it, it feels boring to read. It's not entertaining. Yes, it might have some good content in there, but I want something that like makes me feel like it's easy. I want to keep going. I want more. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna go back to like the fine dining analogy. Yeah. But you go to a, a rib joint, right? You're gonna expect like um, newspaper or like mm-hmm. like packing paper on the table and 
lots of wet wipes and yeah. to be eating with your hands, right? You go to like a fancy schmancy French restaurant. Yeah. You expect fine silverware and cloth napkins yeah. and to eat small, delicate little bite. Like that's what, yeah. and different people go to different restaurants because they have different tastes. 100%. And so you've got to figure out who your ideal client is and what they want to eat for dinner, metaphorically. And, and, and write the content that works for them. And that's how you know if you're making good content. If your client is busy, yeah. then um, a, a 40 minute video or a blog post that's one long page of text isn't going to work for them. Mm -hmm. They're going to prefer a blog post that is signposted, like five things you need to know. And the heading, mm -hmm. there's like subheadings that say those five things so they know which one they need to read right now and get the gist of it. Or if it's a video, 10 minutes, maybe with chapters signposted, that's a feature you can do in YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really like that you touched on your ideal client when it comes to long form content because knowing who your ideal client is so important when you're creating this content, like you said, because then you're attracting the right people. Yes, exactly. And then that, that leads on to what do you, what do you do for your long form content? Yeah. What do you write? What do you talk about? Yeah. Um, and how do you figure out what your ideal client wants to read? Well, that's where amazing tools like answerthepublic.com, mm -hmm. um, topic mojo is another one, even just Google. Yeah. Um, is great because what you do is you look at what they're asking. Yeah. Um, you can even use like SEO search engines that go through, they kind of scrape through like YouTube or even Google, um, to find like what people are searching. Like you said, um, topic mojo that they, they essentially show you what people write in Google. Exactly. Yeah. Answer the public. I love that's what they do too. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. You go into answerthepublic.com and at the bottom it just says type a word or two, yeah. right? So let's say we wanted to we wanted to teach our ideal client about email marketing, but we yeah. don't know what questions they're asking. Yeah. Type in email marketing and then a few minutes later it it gives you this chart that shows all the questions that people, people are putting, all the most popular questions mm -hmm. that are being put into various search engines mm -hmm. that include the words email marketing. And then it, it also like gives you the kind of different demographics of like from which areas in the world, um, like age ranges, like it, it. Yeah. So you get to know who it is who's searching that because yeah. maybe you've got the wrong demographic. Yeah. Um, well, and in different parts of the world are going to be looking at different kind of questions too. So exactly, yeah. exactly. It's just things like, okay, lead magnet. Um, Nicole and I say lead magnet and we know what that means. Hopefully you know what that means by now, but if you don't, don't worry, we've got an episode about yeah. it coming up. Um, but, um, so we would search lead magnet in Google, mm -hmm. right? But our ideal client probably wouldn't. Yeah. Because they probably don't know what a Our lead magnet is. Our own clients look at us and they're like, lead magnet? And we're Their like, question Screen. is probably, how do I get email subscribers? Yeah. That's the question because that's why you would have a lead magnet mm -hmm. to capture people's email addresses so you can start marketing to yeah. them. How but, do I use a lead magnet? It yeah. Like, what the hell is a lead <laughs> magnet? <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? But um, yeah, that's, that's the thing. You've got to think about what your ideal client is actually asking and this has come up so many times mm -hmm. with clients where uh and I think we we're, everyone's a victim of it uh, where you know what your client's problem is 
but they don't know that that is their problem. They think their problem is one thing. Yeah. You know what the real problem is, but they don't know that that's the problem. And if you're trying to sell them the problem that you see, they're going to go, that's not what, that's not my problem. Like if you say like, your problem is you don't have a lead magnet. They're like, I don't need a lead magnet. I need email subscribers. Yeah. And it's like, well, yes, that's why you have the lead magnet, but you have to fill in the gaps and you have to educate them on that. And And that's what long form content is for. Mm -hmm. It gives you that opportunity. Yeah. Especially like videos or... Uh, podcasts, which uh, you can pull the the uh, audio from like a, a, a video content and create it into a blog post. So exactly, you're essentially you're you're taking one piece of content and you're spreading it into multiple, which we are huge advocates. For. Oh, yes. Yes. That's that's what Nicole and I basically combined our marketing efforts, mm-hmm. simplified the entire process. We we create our video content. Yeah create audio content from that blog posts are coming too. Yeah. Uh, and then we do audiograms, we do reels, we do captioned posts, um, everything like, yeah, it all just comes from the videos that we shoot. But we also know that it doesn't, it's not always easy for everyone to do all, all of this because if it was easy right away, everyone would be doing it. It's educating people on how, where do you start? How can you navigate it? How can you use it? Um, so we actually created a freebie. Yes. The guide to full circle content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So essentially we're showing you how you can take one piece of content and translate it into multiple pieces. Yeah. And we even include a list of all the tools that we use ourselves. Mm -hmm. So which, uh, the platform we use for transcriptions, the platform we use for, um, searching topics, the platform that we use for scheduling, yeah. for creating audiograms. We have links to all of them there too. So you don't have to figure this all out on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because that's the biggest thing is like, you might hear us talk about it, but do you know how to use it? So yeah. we have multiple places where you can access this freebie. So yeah, it's, it, it's our lead magnet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be in the description of this episode. There's a link on our website. Um, there's a there's a link in our bios to get mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's lots of places to access it. If you happen to have the fortune to meet us in person, we even have a QR code on our business cards. Yeah, which is like a really cool new way of like linking to your freebie, which I actually, I you educated me on that. And since having it, I'm like, wow, this is a really cool way for now that everybody's kind of getting back into networking and in-person events, yeah, hand them a, a, a card with the QR code. Exactly. It's like a little free gift that you can mm-hmm. give people along with your business. And it makes you more memorable, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, long-form co- content. I would say you really should be doing it. Mm-hmm. And not because we want you to do more work, but because we want you to do less work. Because you take that long from, like, let's say you did five, five ways to improve this, yeah. right? Or five ways to do this. And then you could do a post on each little piece. Just take that section of that long form content yeah. and make it as simple, just expand on it ever so slightly yeah. and make that one post. So suddenly one piece of long form content is five pieces of Instagram or LinkedIn content. Well, and if you're really worried about being in front of the camera for a long period of time, ask someone to join with you. It's yeah. so much easier to have a conversation with someone yes. rather than talking to a phone for 10 minutes. Yes. Oh yes. Uh, take it. Yeah. We do individual lives all the time, but we also 
That's why we are partnership here. Yes. Yeah. It's so much easier to talk about it with a person that feels more comfortable. You're Both. having a conversation. Like yeah. if someone's talking, you're responding. It's you're growing the, the topic. Yes. And, and your audience feels like they're participating in the conversation yeah. rather than being talked at mm -hmm. or hopefully. <laughs> so there's uh, different ways that you can make yourself feel comfortable in video or even audio kind of content. So, yeah, I would say don't try to script it too much. Mm -hmm. That can get a little distracting, but if you need to make some key points, jot them down and put yeah. them in, a, in your line of sight so you can easily refer to them. I did that recently um, for a live I did about marketing lessons you can learn from RuPaul's Drag Race. So. I remember, I loved that post actually. Yeah, I'm obsessed with it right <laughs> now. But so uh, there were like five key lessons I wanted to cover, but when I start talking about RuPaul's Drag Race, I kind of go off on tangents. So I just, I put it up on my screen so I could just refer back to it and stay on track. And what's really great about that is now I have like this, this long form video, I can chop up the sections yeah. and make reels out of that. Yeah. I can create a blog post out of that. Uh, like, um, so yeah, have a little guideline just if you need to get some important points across to keep you on track. Yeah. But don't stress too much about it. Being and start perfect. small. Like you don't need to. It, you don't need to do it all the time. Um, start somewhere. Yeah. Just start. And as you start to get more comfortable and confident in it, then you can choose how often you do it. But yeah, yeah. think about a topic you can talk comfortably about for ten minutes. Yes. I would say is a good kind of indicator, whether it's for a blog post or for video or for audio. Yeah. If you can talk about it for roughly ten minutes, think about that and. Um, and then again, like I always just say, it's easier to just, I find um, there can be like a disconnect from your brain to typing something. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it, it is just easier to talk, even if it's only ever going to be written content, go into a transcription software like otter.ai yeah. yeah. and talk to it. And then it, it's writing the words down for you. All you have to do then is edit what you said yeah. to like make sure there's no punctuation mistakes and and then it flows nicely, but it's already going to sound conversational. Exactly. Because it was just you talking. And then you can also just take video clips from it too. Like there's just so many different ways. So yeah, there's, so it, it's really just like, just do it. There's no mm. wrong way to do it. Really. Um, social media is not television. Mm -hmm. We're not expecting Perfect. great, right. Great lighting and expensive sets and perfectly quaffed hair. Mm -hmm. Um, and like BBC anchor, news anchor accent. I don't know if you're familiar with that. That might just be a British thing, but... No, I... Yeah. There's yeah. always the BBC British... You're now on sharing episode. <laughs> <laughs> no one's expecting that. They're looking for people. They're looking to listen, learn from real people. They feel like they can... You can feel like you can trust someone more yeah. when they are making mistakes yeah. and fumbling because... Yeah you know that they're real. It's yeah. not rehearsed. Yeah. Well, and nothing's perfect. So why search for perfection? So exactly. Yeah, exactly. And take that pressure off of yourself. There's don't feel like you need to be 100% perfect because I don't want you to be perfect. You don't want to. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, we all just need to show up for each other as ourselves is way more comforting to see other people going through it with us. Yeah. And being authentic to themselves. Like when you have a lot of pressure on yourself, it makes it hard for you to keep 
and being consistent in your role or in your business. So yeah, yeah. So to sum up, you need to be making long form content. Mm -hmm. I know whether you like it or not, <laughs> it's really it's going to make your life easier because you can just work on this one longer. And again, not a novel. Yeah. Not a movie. Yeah. It's a main course, not the three course meal. Yeah. Um, just start. Yeah. Just create something. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Use uh, tools to help, help you create it. So like Hannah said, write something on the wall so you can see. Yeah. If, if you, aren't comfortable using programs like Answer the Public and Topic Mojo to find what your target audience is asking, ask your existing or past clients, what do you wish you knew? Or what did yeah. I tell you that surprised you? Yeah. Um, like what, what's a question that you've had? Pull your, your um, audience on your social media app. So like Instagram, you can do polls in your stories and people will answer. So yeah. that's a great way of like finding out more information about your your followers and your ideal clients. I'm amazed at how much um, inspiration I get from my mom, actually, yeah. because she she is she does copywriting, and so she's been helping me uh, like translate my video content into blog posts for me, just to save me some time. And she'll often like message me, and say, "So what does this word mean?" And I just assume that people know, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then I have to explain it to her. And, and I'm like, okay, this is the, I need to do a live on this. So yeah. the more times she asks me a question, it's like a new thing to talk about. Yeah. And suddenly what was one blog post has suddenly become five blog posts because I've expanded on the points yeah. that my ideal client didn't understand. And yeah. so um, have someone who is your ideal client read your content first if you want some inspiration. Mm -hmm. Like ask a friend who might fit that that demographic mm -hmm. or ask a previous client that you have a good relationship with mm -hmm. what their thoughts are, what they might've missed. Yeah. And you'd be amazed at how much, like how much, you know, I think that's another problem people have, right? They, yeah. Well, I think that's also a problem that, um, I know that we have for ourselves. We know so much, but we assume that people also know. And so, so now we learn constantly, like you just said with your mom, that you learn like, oh, I need to be more clear or I need to educate more about things that you just kind of think that people know and there's nothing against anyone for not knowing. It's just, you get so... You forget that you didn't know that before you, totally. before you knew it. You, yeah. for, you know, you forgot. It's like, um, like once you've learned how to walk, try to teach someone how to walk. Yeah. You're like, I don't, I don't know. I just know how to do it now. Yeah. I couldn't explain it to someone if they asked me. Yeah. Right? It's the same thing. Yeah. So you probably know a hell of a lot more than you think you do. 100%. Yeah. I bet, I bet if you sat down and wrote down five things that you could talk about for 10 minutes or ask an ideal client, like five things that, that they learned from working with you, you, there you go. There's like five pieces of long form content right there. Yeah. So with that being said, um, if you want help with uh, creating long form content, there is our freebie, uh, which you can find the link in our description. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also something that Nicole and I assist our members with okay. and our clients. Uh, in the membership, we can offer guidance and prompts and editing services. And with our clients, of course, we do a lot of the heavy lifting for them or help them take their long form content and do all the repurposing for them. Exactly. So, um, okay. there's lots of ways we can help and, uh, until next month, we can't wait to see you. So thanks for joining us. Thanks again. for joining us.
enjoyed this episode? Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss out on future ones. Want more from Hannah and Nicole? Visit showingupsolo.com to join the Showing Up Solo membership or to inquire about working with us on your business.